Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I have Emma on today from 95 Media. How are you doing today, Emma? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Yay, so excited about this. So can you tell everyone who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So I am the founder and CEO of 95 Media. We are a digital marketing agency who works with scaling brands. We build out results-driven strategies to help you grow your online presence and monetize your audience. And the way that we do that is through mainly social media management and email marketing. And we just are true believers in the power of digital marketing and how it can really help you grow a business from the ground up. In today's world, the online space just gives you so many opportunities opportunities. And we're lucky enough to work with incredible brands to help them grow through the power of content. Awesome. I'm so loving this already. This is my jam. I'm so happy to have (laughs) you on. So let's talk about the inspiration behind you starting your business. What was that like for you? Yeah, you know, I I always say I think the best things in life happen accidentally. And this definitely was one of those same instances I never really intended, I didn't start out thinking, oh, I'm going to start this marketing agency. I actually was, I went to college for interior design. I thought I was going to be an interior designer. It was my life path. I thought I was going to do it forever. And I was in college on an internship for a designer and she was starting a new branch of her business. And I was the youngest person on her team in 2015 when no one was really using Instagram for business. We were all posting, you know, sunset photos and pictures of our cats and calling it a day. And I looked at it as, you know, through the lens of her business. And I, something just clicked in that moment where I realized, you know, this really is the future of marketing. It's the future of business development. And it really inspired me to learn more about the Instagram kind of marketing space at the time. And there really was so few educational sites. There was very little information because it was so new. And so it, you know, having such limited resources, I actually turned to podcasting back in like 2016, 2017, when it was really taking off. And I learned so much from podcasting. And it was kind of through that development and seeing what was happening in the online space and just kind of the beginnings of digital marketing that truly inspired me to say, okay, I know that I'm good at this. I know I can help more people with this and really wanted to kind of take it to the next level and serve more more brands. So it was it was kind of this mixture of being inspired by this happenstance experience of seeing Instagram from the business lens, realizing there was a lot of opportunity and this was actually going to become its own industry because at the time it was not, which is crazy to even think about. And then, you know, getting some exposure, getting my feet wet and really supporting some brands in those early days and seeing what was possible and the results that they were seeing through my work and the small team I had at the time. And that just kind of inspired me to take the action that was needed to quit my full-time job in 2020, go full-time into 95 Media, and just kind of take it to the next level from there. I love the fact that you recognize that Instagram was going to be something as far as like a business level, because when people were using Instagram, and people were like, oh, Candace, are you on Instagram? I was like, no, I'm not taking pictures all day. No, <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't want to be on that platform. But I wasn't there yet thinking that. And I really admire the way that you got a jumpstart on that ahead of time before people actually now start using it as their business. 
Yeah. You know, and I think that was one of the, one of the things that put us in a great position, but it's also such a needed skill in the marketing space to begin with, because half of the work that we do is seeing trends, spotting trends, knowing when to jump on trends, knowing when to capitalize on something that's happening, whether it's Instagram or TikTok. And, you know, that was 2015 was a trend that lasted, you know, three, four years, kind of that development of the digital marketing space. Today, trends happen in 24 hours and they're over with. <laughs> and so to have someone on your team who can spot trends and who can say, okay, this is the right trend for you, or maybe, you know what, I think we want to pass on this one. It's not really applicable to your industry or to your business. It's actually a really valuable, you know, team member and, you know, just kind of a skill to have on your team to begin with in today's world. So as a side note, and I'm totally getting off topic here, I'm going to get to the questions, definitely. But I've noticed there was quite a few things that everybody was jumping on. Meerkat is one of them. And that's a platform you no longer hear about. And also one that was Clubhouse. Like I think Clubhouse really increased the sales of the Apple phone because at the time it was only on Apple that you can actually get Clubhouse. And I'm a, a Samsung user. And I was like, oh, you know, I can't wait to come to Samsung. But it took them a while to actually do that. But now that I got it, it's like the hype went down. And you don't hear anyone talking about Clubhouse. And my question to you is, how do we know when to like actually jump on that particular trend and go full all in? Or if it's just like, mm, it's one of them things. It's like, it's going to be here for a minute and it's going to be gone. And chat GTP is one of them that I'm thinking as well. That's a great question. You know, Clubhouse is one of those scenarios where it really did really explode for quite a bit of time. And I mean, today it's, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's still on Clubhouse, but it's really interesting because there's a big difference between apps, you know, and and new platforms and determining when to jump on them versus something like a social media trend. So when we're looking at apps and new platforms that are coming on the scene, a great example of that in today's kind of sphere would be Lemon 8. So Lemon 8 dropped well, it's been out, but it kind of rose to popularity about one to two months ago. So I would say back in March, we started hearing about it a little bit more frequently. And Lemonade is a platform that kind of combines blogging and Instagram and Pinterest all in one. And it's a really intriguing platform because it's very much it's it's very curated, but also very organic at the same time. And so a lot of people have you know, ask me, do I get on Lemonade? Is this something that's going to be blowing up? And my recommendation when it comes to new platforms in our world today is to always get on them as soon as you can. Number one, you want to make sure that you're getting your username so it matches your username on other platforms. So, you know, lock in that username, even if it's not something that like sticks the platform, you at least have your username. Number two, you also want to just kind of dive in and start testing out the features on this platform because you never know what one platform's doing is going to impact another platform. A great example of this would be TikTok and its humongous influence on the way that Instagram has shifted over the past three years. So even if you're not a TikTok user today in 2023, you are actually using some TikTok features if you are on Instagram because Instagram is essentially 
knocked off TikTok and started using it. And we even see it with, you know, on such a big scale, just video content in general. So my recommendation would be get on the platform, begin testing it out, begin creating bits and pieces of content here and there, but mostly consume content, like do some conscious consuming, I call it, where you're actively on the platform consuming content there and really understanding what's changing, what's happening here, what's different. And then, you know, just kind of keep an eye on it and see if that's a platform where your audience is going. Because not every platform is going to draw your audience to it, but it's really good to just be in the know or have maybe like your social media manager be able to come to you and say, I think this is the right place for you, or I don't think this is the right place for you and get some recommendations in that sense as well. So can you remember a time in your business or starting out where you had a hello moment? Yeah. You know, I think I think we all have a lot of them and I've been doing this since 2015. So it's been a long time. But I think one of the one of the earliest hello moments I had was when we signed one of our early clients. So I I was in design at the time. I was working in Manhattan and the interior design industry is very events oriented. There's a it's a very big party industry. And so my company, like my team and I were at an after work event, a vendor was hosting us and it was a mixology event. And so the vendor had brought in this company and they were leading, you know, we we're just making mixed drinks and it was kind of a team bonding, learn about the other vendors products kind of evening. And we were at the event, my my team and I, and we all were recording on our phones and this was probably in 2018. So still kind of early on and we were all recording the event on our phones. We were just having so much fun, giggling, making drinks. Like what is not fun about that? That's just like such a fun evening. And we, I, I was doing the same. I was recording and I went to go tag the company that was host, that was leading the mixology event and their Instagram was so bad. <laughs> I wanted to die. I was just shocked at how uncurated, unprofessional, it did not represent the energy that their founders who were leading the event had. They were super energetic, charismatic. They led the event with such enthusiasm and their Instagram was so drab. It was so, you know, it just did not reflect the company at all. And I was embarrassed to tag them in the in the post because it was like so bad. So I after the event ended, you know, it was such a great event. And I go up to the founder who led the led the experience and I said, hi, <laughs> I know I'm here with my interior design team, but on the side, I do digital marketing. And I explained to him, you know, what Instagram marketing was. I said, you know, I really wanted to tag you, but I saw that your Instagram kind of needed some help. And I want to help you because it doesn't have to stay like that. Like there are people like myself who can help you. And like, it was very clear he was the one doing all of the marketing and he was clearly not a marketer. And so I basically just pitched him at this event and I said, I really want to help you. Like you, you really need help. And I, I can be that person who can help you. And he ended up being one of our first clients and he stayed with us for about two years after that. And that was one of those moments that I had where I said, okay, you know, I, I know that 
there are a lot of businesses in the same exact boat as this company who maybe don't even know that there are people out there like myself who can actually help them and maybe don't realize the potential of Instagram marketing. And it was around that time that I started getting really serious about marketing our own business on you know, social media platforms, whether it was our blog or Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and really talking about like what we can do and also understanding the power of just going up to someone and, you know, cold pitching them, which is something I still do to this day because there are a lot of companies who still need help in this space. And so that was one of those moments where I realized there was a lot of potential for growth in our business and also just kind of where this industry was headed. And so that was a really exciting moment back in 2018. <laughs> What an awesome story. It actually goes to show you that when you're when you want to do something or starting out, a lot of people, you know, feel like it's really hard to get clients or especially get those dream clients. But it's just as simple of just being there in the right moment and the right time and acting on it when you see an opportunity and you never know what's gonna happen. So I really yeah. I'm really happy you touched on that. Well, and I think so many people have their ego, you know, included and I, myself too, you know, we get in our, in our own way and we say, oh, well, you know what, they definitely already have someone they're working with, or they don't need me, or they could work with someone better than me. And I'm such a big fan of just putting yourself out there and just going up to someone and having a conversation because the, the more that you truly believe in what you're doing and how you can serve someone, that comes across in your pitch. And I really hate the word pitch because it sounds so, you know, salesy. But at the end of the day, like when you are able to just go up to someone and say, you know, I can help you and I really want to because I believe in what you're doing. I believe in your brand. It's so genuine that the other person can really feel that. So, you know, I would encourage anyone listening cold pitch someone who you see needs what you have to offer. And, you know, don't be afraid to do that because you never know what can come out of it. So let's talk about how to identify your marketing goals and work backwards from there. Yes. Yes. So in in our agency at 95 Media, we work with this method. We work on a method called 95 Media Method. And this is a four-part method that we use for all of our clients. And I love sharing it because it's something that anyone can apply to their own marketing. So to just kind of overview the steps first, as a business, when you're looking at your marketing, like, you know, don't just go into posting on Instagram and say, oh, I'm just going to get a post up. It's enough. It'll just it'll get something going. You know, you're not really going to see results from that. So step one is to understand your goals. Where do you want to go? What do you truly want your marketing to do for you? Step two is building out your strategy based on those goals. Step three is then executing that strategy in order to hit your goals. And then step four is looking at the data consistently so that you can go back, refer to those goals you set, adjust your strategy, and then execute again so that your data continues to improve and improve and improve. So how do you set those goals from day one? Like step one, let's set the goals. So really what you want to be looking at is understanding what you want to happen from your marketing. I've worked with 
over a hundred businesses. And while it might seem really simple, like, oh, my goal is to make more sales from your marketing. That's not everyone's goal. You know, a lot of companies just want to build brand presence. Other companies want to build engagement and have conversations on social. Other brands want to build community. That's a big one for coaches who are looking to build, you know, courses or memberships, right? So by getting clear on this goal, it's going to allow you to understand the steps you need to take. A part of the goals too is gaining clarity on the platforms that you want to be active on because Instagram isn't necessarily right for everyone. You know, Instagram and Facebook are kind of those rocks of digital marketing today. But for a lot of businesses, they might live solely on TikTok or they might live solely on Pinterest. And so you never really know where you might want to land. But there's two factors in determining where, you know, which platforms you want to be active on. So the first one would be your content bandwidth. So really getting clear on how much content can I realistically create? Because <laughs> I have a lot of businesses come to me and say, oh, I want to be on TikTok. This is where I, this is where we need to be. We need to be creating all this video content. And when we actually drill down into it, they have no way of actually creating the amount of video TikTok needs you to create in order to build a presence there. So in that case, TikTok isn't actually right for you. And so then your goals need to be adjusted based on that information. And step number two is also understanding where is your target audience? So understanding who your ideal client is and where they're active on will be a very big determining factor in the platforms that you show up on. Because you might love Pinterest, but your ideal client is not on Pinterest at all. And that's really, really key to know. So these are all some kind of like floating factors you want to take into account when determining those goals. And again, goal setting is kind of step one to that overall process, because once you have clarity on these, you then want to go into building out that strategy, which is going to help you actually hit those goals at the end of the day. I'm happy that you brought that point because it's it's one of the things like even though it's trending, even though it's hot, and even though everyone is talking about it, especially you know when it comes to TikTok and other platforms out there that kind of surround, like you said, like the the Instagram, Facebook is basically the rocks. Even though we want to go to those trends and start building there, you kind of find out that you know my audience is actually still on Facebook and they're still in this age range. And, you know, they kind of like in stuck in their like zone in their way. So maybe just better scoot on over here. It's very interesting once you start pulling things apart and really honing in on your ideal customer. Definitely. And that market research is so key really understanding who that person is that you want to be speaking to and where do they spend their time. So, you know, as much research as you can do, internally before you decide on which platforms you want to be active on, consult a marketing expert. We do this for all of our clients as well. We, we do like a full audit, do market research on your ideal client and really confirm that where you're you know, hiring us to support you on is actually where your ideal client is. Because if they're simply not there, no matter how great your content is, you're never going to be talking to the right audience. So any last minute advice you have for our listeners out there? You know, my 
biggest piece of advice is to just get started. You know, so many of us get intimidated by social media. We get scared to show up imperfectly. We think we need to put on our full hair and makeup and be our best selves before we even get on something as simple and silly as Instagram stories. And the truth is that your audience is always going to connect with you most in your most raw version. And sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow because we want to show up as our best selves. But when you can really be your true self on social, you will see your sales skyrocket. So by no means do I mean show up, you know, the second you roll out of bed in your bathrobe and like hair messy, but don't feel the need to be as polished as you might think you need to be and really just get started because the more you practice, the more you do, the more that you show up, the more comfortable that you'll feel and the faster those results will come at the end of the day. So my question is, is to add on to that is what do you do when you have someone that's I want to say well me for an example when you're kind of like burnt out when you like really get burnt out and you look at and like Instagram and you see like some of the same people have like maybe four or five posts a day and you're like how are they even getting anything done I know they probably do it ahead of time I know you know they batch schedule all that stuff but like just doing that and having the energy to do it that's like really tough (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah Well, yes. So by no means is it easy. And that's definitely why I recommend getting support. And that's why we do what we do, because it is very, very difficult to keep up with the demand of social media content on your own as one person, because not only are you creating it, but you also have to ideate it. You have to figure out the strategy behind it um, and then obviously execute, get it up and then reply to comments, reply to DMs, you know, do outbound engagement as well. There's so many moving pieces. So it's very easy to get burnt out if you're the only one doing it and you don't have any support on your team. So firstly, if you're able to... If you're able to afford it, I would definitely recommend outsourcing, getting support, getting a social media manager on your team, because that will lighten the load like crazy. Because what that person should be able to do is come to you with ideas and just say, okay, I need you to go record this 30 second video, send it back to me. I will edit it. I will add the text. I'll write the caption. I'll get it posted, yada, yada, all the things so that you can show up as what I like to call the talent, right? As the business owner, you want to show up doing the things that only you can do. And part of that is being in the content, but you don't have to be creating the content from top to bottom. You really just need to be in it. So that's kind of step number one. Step number two, you touched on it, is batching and scheduling. So those are really, really key to making sure that you don't get burnt out. So you might want to choose one content creation day a week. And then that way, you know that Mondays or Tuesdays, you're going to spend three hours on content and then you're not going to look at it for the rest of the week. And that can be a really great way to just kind of like pop in, clock in, clock out, and then know that you're done with content for the week. That's a great solution that a lot of our clients love to do. And then step number three is to know that you really don't need to be posting three times a day. (laughs) I know some people are still doing that, but to be honest with you, it's a very outdated strategy. There was this kind of like notion a few years back that like the more you create, the faster you'll grow. And in my opinion, that's just simply not true anymore. I really believe that if you post once a day, seven days a week, that is more than enough content if you're doing it correctly and you're doing it strategically to help you grow very fast. So I would focus on quality content rather than quantity, especially especially if you feel that burnout kind of creeping in. Okay. 
This is really good. Yeah, because I was I was listening to a podcast and I follow I follow Russell Bronson for those mm-hmm. of you who know who he is in the internet marketing world. And he he teaches like to publish every day, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's if that's still his sort of messaging, but a couple of years back he teached, you know, to publish every day. And now thinking of it. I'm like, Candace, you really need to get out there. You need to grow. You need to get your, you know, yourself out there, create like your own brand. I was like, people don't even know who you are. Well, some people know who you are, but <laughs> like, people don't know who you are. Like you need to get your face out there. But then I was like, listen here, Candace, you work a nine to five. <laughs> like You can't do that. Yeah. Like To do it every single day. I'm like, I would definitely have like serious burnout. And I was like, well, maybe I'll, if I'll do it 30 days and then I'll see what happened with my podcast, like get more listeners, downloads and different things like that. And I was like, oh, maybe you try it for 30 days and that's it. But to do it every single day, 365 days a week, I mean, a year, like, no, no. <laughs> Well, and it's funny because it's coming from a man who has a massive team who can support him, you know? (laughs) So I think take everything with a grain of salt and understand, again, going back to, you know, your content bandwidth. If that means like if you want to create a post every single day, you know, maybe you work a few hours on a Sunday in order to bring that to life so that other things don't fall through the cracks during the week. Or maybe you try that 30 days. I'm always hesitant to give like a timeline on things because as you know, you know, you're running Facebook ads, you mentioned, and things take time to compound and building momentum on social media is a really big thing. And the longer you do something consistently, the greater your results will be. And so for us, we always say like, you want to look at things in a 90 day window typically. So I would look at, you know, Typically, we run quarterly reviews in addition to monthly and weekly, just because we love looking at the data at 95 Media. But, you know, do as much as you can without getting burnt out, because one thing that you don't want to happen is that you might post every single day for 30 days and then you drop off the face of the earth on day 31. And then everyone who's followed along with you for 30 days and has gotten really excited about what you've been talking about is now kind of left in the dust and have no idea what's going on. What happened to you? Why are you not posting anymore? They expected this kind of frequency and now they're no longer getting it. And then when you come back on the scene, maybe, you know, 15, 30 days later, later, once you've come out of your burnout stage, then your engagement rate is so low because no one's been engaging with that content because you simply haven't been posting that it's harder to build that momentum all over again. So instead of kind of going all out for 30 days, I would find a pace that you can keep up with consistently. Maybe that's four times a week instead of seven and that you can actually do for 90 days at least that way you're building consistently consistently over the long term rather than in just kind of a short term block. Okay. This is good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. So where can everyone find you? Yes. So I am most active on Instagram myself. So our company page is 90.5.media. So that's all spelled out. N-I-N-E-T-Y dot M-E-D-I-A. Oh no, not media. 
N-I-N-E-T-Y.F-I-V-E.media. Our website is 95media.co. We do also have a free course where you can learn how to create content that converts in under 30 minutes a day. So I always recommend joining that, especially if you're not ready to outsource just yet. It's a great resource. It has all of our best material inside and it's completely free. So that is at masteryourmarketingcourse.co. And I would love to see any of our, any of your listeners inside of that course. Awesome. Yes, we'll definitely link those up in the show notes. Thank you, Emma, so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. This was so fun.